Girl, Your Journey Starts Here focuses on helping women in business master their mental health. Hosted by Olivia B. Shepard, this podcast presents the best content on businesses, self-development, and self-care. Based on a completely different approach than other similar podcasts, Olivia also narrates how this content applies to womanhood, feminism, and everything in between. With Olivia, you will have your moment of transformation, no matter where you are in your life. Hello, and welcome to Girl Your Journey Starts Here podcast. I am your host, Olivia B. Shepard, transformation and business coach. I thank you for tuning in to this week's podcast where I am dedicated to the empowerment of all women and to discuss real issues that affect us all. This podcast presents the best content on mental health, self-development, and self-care, not to mention real talk. So let's jump into today's topic. Today's topic is the importance of having faith in yourself and in your business. I wanted to take this month to do Women's History Month to interview all women who are in business, a lot of the women that I like to follow on Facebook or Instagram. And I've been knowing this particular guest for a little over a year, maybe two years now. And we have been Facebook friends for a while and I've seen her grow and do such amazing things. So I am ready to introduce Miss Alicia Neal. Alicia Neal is the president of Destination Success and serves on its board of directors. Before becoming the president in 2018, Alicia was a family advocate who was responsible for making sure parents and scholars were equipped with the resources and support needed for scholars to succeed in school and become successful in their approach to seeking higher education. She also worked as a case manager and played a key role in housing and mental health support of veterans and those who have succumbed to mental illness and homelessness. Before being a case management, Alicia was ordained as a licensed elder, where she became a mentor and a leader within her community. Alicia earned a Bachelor of Science degree in criminal justice from Chandler University and is currently working on her master's degree in Christian ministry at Grand Canyon University. Alicia resides in Cleveland, Ohio, where she is married to a wonderful husband of 18 years, Mr. Rodney Neal Sr., who is the vice president of Destination Success. Together, they have five children and four grandchildren. In her spare time, she loves to write, collect black and white film memoirs, and spend time with her family. Alicia is also a survivor of depression and prides herself in helping youth and families who have succumbed to depression and encouragement from daily devotionals, self-help tools, and Bible studies. Alicia's mission is to fulfill the call of helping scholars and their families cope with battling depression and giving them the tools and resources to, they need to create a safe and happy environment. So without further ado, here is Miss Alicia Neal. Hello, everyone. How are you? My name is Alicia Neal. I am the CEO of Destination Success. What is Destination Success? Destination Success is a mentoring program for young women and young men, um, ages 11 through 18. And what I do is I mentor students, better family members, better sons, better daughters, because uh, of what they deal with mentally, which means that could be depression or that could be anxiety, or it could be both. And I help them 
if they're at risk, meaning if they're getting in trouble a lot, if their grades are not good. So I mentor them. I mentor the whole person. And I also mentor their families, especially the women. And I help them as far as mental illness is concerned, depression and anxiety. I help build the whole one mentally, physically, emotionally, and spiritually. So I deal with family as a whole. I basically mentor women and the young girls. My husband mentors the young men and the men. So we kind of coexist together in that. And I'm also an independent distributor of fine jewelry. It's called Arm Candy Jewelry and Accessories. I sell jewelry uh, to women. I am slowly getting into doing bracelets and things for men. And so that's pretty much what I do. And I love for women to have fun with their jewelry. So with the arm candy jewelry and accessories, I make sure that it's cool, fun, and funky jewelry. We're doing something different. We're bringing out your personality. We're doing your fun part. Doing something different as women. We as women through life that we deserve to have fun in every aspect of what we are doing. I am also, I call myself a servant. I wear many, many, many hats. And uh, again, as I stated, I serve men and women, but more so young women and girls ages 11 to 18. I serve in the capacity of mentoring, teaching, and I serve in aiding and healing the mind, body, and soul. So all of that ties together, what I do, who I am. And as a leader, I am a minister. I've been in a for a little over 10 years now. I'm a wife of 18 years to my awesome husband, Rodney Neal. It will be 20 years, October 20th. I am a mother of five. The oldest is 30 and the youngest is 15. And again, as I stated, I'm a mentor and I'm a mental advocate. A mental health advocate is really what I do. I love advocating for us, especially women who battle mental illness, because we're kind of lost in that. We don't get the attention we need. We don't get the compassion we need. We don't get the love we need. We don't get the acceptance we deserve. I wouldn't say need, but deserve. And it's just a taboo subject and situation. And so we're overlooked. And so I advocate for us and I make sure that we get not only the healing that we deserve, but also the notoriety in society that we uh, deserve. Well, this is why I wanted to have Miss Alicia on because this month I'm doing all the women that are in business and I was going to do different topics. So this topic for this particular podcast guest was the importance of having faith in business and in life. And with all of the many hats that you wear, also being a mental health advocate, a mentor to younger women and some men or, you know, and being a minister, how does having faith first off in your life ties with, you know, things that can, you know, with your business as well? How do you, what, what is the importance? of having faith because there's so many, especially in the coaching world, I've met so many people that discuss the universe and I'm a real, you know, I'm not like, I, you could do what you want to do, but I don't understand that whole thing. So when I, and I used to shy away from saying, well, you need to have faith in God and blah, 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 blah. But tell me what's the importance of having 
faith in your business and in your life, which keeps you going because we both suffer from mental health issues. So at sometimes, you know, we get into our funk where, you know, nothing seems real. We have anxiety, nothing seems to be coming together. So how has faith been an important to play an important role in your life? Oh, wow. Faith is very important. Uh, faith is, for me, it's the vital piece needed to succeed in family, in my marriage, in raising children, and in my business. I really feel that without faith, we make the choice to trust in our own power instead of power of God. And so for me, as I build my faith, I am able to tap into the things of God and be able to do what he has created me to do because I trust him enough with my journey. So just to add a little, a little bit to how I build my faith, I pray, I meditate on God's word, I fast, I affirm myself daily. It's very important to affirm yourself and be willing to be obedient to the word of God. All of that ties in together with my faith. All of that ties in together with family, with business, with my life, period. Because the Bible says without faith is impossible to please God. So first I have to please God. And then once God is pleased, he will make sure that everything that I need, desire to grow my business, to live the lifestyle I want to live, to have a successful marriage and successful children, it's, it's, it's done because I've, all, I've, I've tapped into my faith. I've broke down the walls of fear, the walls of doubt, and I begin to trust God with the vision and allow him to do his work in my life. So faith is very important. It is how I make it. I, I just can't do it because I've done it without. Faith. I've tried the business without faith. I've tried marriage without faith. I've tried raising the children without faith. And it was definitely a no-go and a horrible experience. And it was like, okay, Alicia, you need to get back into the faith zone and trust God. Even when you don't see it, know that it's still there and that it's going to manifest and it's going to happen. You just got to do the work. And that's where a lot of people get caught up at is, yeah, I have faith. Okay, that's awesome. But are you doing the work in the process and then being patient? So while I have faith, I'm doing the work and I got to be patient and understand that faith works and patient works hand in hand. So if I got faith and patience, if God don't do it till 10 or 20 years later, it's still going to get done, but I still have to do the work. So all that ties into business and family. It's, it's just a, an amazing ride when you have faith. There will be hard times. And that's when your faith really have to kick in. Well, There's going to be amazing times. And when you're speaking with your clients, what about the woman that comes to you who doesn't believe in God, who has said and tried everything? Because I run into those type of clients myself and me as a mentor as well, I have tons of mentees who come to me and say, well, I've done all I can do and I've prayed all I can pray and God just does not listen, is not listening to me because we know we both have probably been there ourselves. So how do you put your clients on the, you know, to, how do you ease their mind when you're talking about faith and they absolutely do not believe at all? Like you, there's no convincing them. How do you get them to come around to see it from your way, the minister's way, the way of the Bible? How do you get your clients to change their, their thinking about 
how powerful our God is and how he does hear us. It's just not going to be on our time. Uh, great question. I'm a type of person. I like to live by example. I am not a brow beater, meaning that I don't force my beliefs on anyone. I believe if I live the lifestyle, if I live Christ, if I eat, breathe, and, and just talk Christ, it will definitely pour on to someone else. And, and that's what I do to clients who don't believe in God, clients that have lost their faith. I don't just beat them with the word of God and just say, well, you need to do this or you need to do that and you're a sinner. And, you know, just those words alone just tears them down. And it's expected from people that are not in Christ or people that are not Christians. They It's expected because how they, they have been treated in the past. So I just live the, the life. What I do is I encourage them. I, I personally, we deal with person as a whole. And then when the person began to learn who they are, begin to love themselves, then they will discover the love that God has for them. And sometimes we have to go a little backwards when it comes to clients or when to uh, people who have lost their faith or who don't have faith or are not in the faith. You know, we go by God loves us first. So sometimes it's a self-discovery moment. And then in that self-discovery, you discover, oh my God, all along, God was keeping me. Oh my God, all along, it was God that was leading me here. Oh my God, you know, Alicia, I see what you're saying. And so then we can get into the deepness of God and then the deepness of faith. Because first of all, they need to trust you. They need to trust you. And the Bible tells us to meet people where they are. Yeah. And I'm a firm believer of that. If I meet you where you are, we definitely will take off and you'll be where you need to be eventually. Well, you know, I mean, I guess what my thing is, you know, too, with them wanting to give up, I don't like to say to either, I don't try to throw my faith, you know, my faith onto others um, as well. But when the average client comes to you and they know that you're a minister, they know that you you dibble and dabble in this particular ministry. Do you find it hard for you to be able to take faith out of it when you deal with those clients? Or is that your ideal client? Do you say, well, you know, you know, you know what I'm saying? Do you hide the fact that you are the minister? Because I can't see you. I, I can not imagine, you know, having a client that you, you firmly know that God will do everything. And then you're saying to yourself, oh my God, I can't bring my, I can't bring my faith into this. I can't bring my ministry to this. So when you come across these type of clients, do you back away from that when you're trying to mentor them? Or is that just something you, without trying to make them believe how you believe, how do you navigate that? Oh, wow. I go in a lot of times. If the client doesn't know me, if the client was referred and they have no idea who I am, I do not bring up that I'm a minister. Not at that moment because that scares people. Mm-hmm. And so I, I'm just myself. I am just Alicia and we talk, we laugh. And then once we're comfortable with each other, that person is more trusting of me and is willing to go the next level with me. 
once they find out, it's always, they just always bust out laughing. Like, oh my God, you're so different. You're so fun. I did not know, you know, it was always something about you. I just couldn't pinpoint it. I just knew you're so amazing. So I don't, I've never threw my, t- I wouldn't say throw my title, but I've, I never introduced my title. Okay. I always, I believe that when we introduce ourselves, we're introducing Christ. And that should speak for me instead of the title. If that makes sense. Oh, it does. It absolutely does. Because, you know, I, for a long time, when I first met you, I didn't know that that was something you were pursuing. You know, I just, you know, met you, you know, I just knew me and you were going through the exact same things. So I'm totally understand where somebody could say, oh, okay, so you're a minister too. (laughs) So I can understand that. Now for the woman that is in business who, you know, that we all are in business and there are times when sales are low, when things are not moving, ideas don't seem to be lining up, everything you think about can go wrong in your business. How do you hang on to your faith when there's a bad business week or a bad business month? How does your faith help you get through those days when you just want to throw in the towel, the towel with your business. What I do is I continue to pray and I affirm myself mm-hmm. and I have, I continually tell myself, Alicia is not you. It's, it's the economy. It's what's going on. And while business is slow and while things are not picking up, I plan. I strategize. Mm-hmm. I uh, reassess my goals. I just jump in and just work to keep my mind off of it because if I keep focusing on it, I will become depressed. I'll leave the business. It wouldn't make sense. And I'll just throw it all away. So as I'm re-strategizing, I come up with new ideas. And when I implement those ideas, I begin to see that it catches on and then there's growth. And then, you know, money begins to flow back in. And so sometimes it's just, moment where you have to do something get something different and and I say this a lot to people in business especially women when those times happen strategize work stay busy create new things where do I go next what do I do next that way you will definitely get to where you need to be or tap into those clients that you've never tapped into before because there's a big world out there and you you you're only with a certain set of clients and God is saying I need you to move here so I'm this will be dry for a moment so why it's dry I need you to strategize and I need you to get over here so it is it's a strategic plan from God and so we also have to be strategic and switch and change and be open to change yeah it's okay that the business may be failing right now or the business is slow because it teaches you to do new things. I love that answer because that is the truth. You know, I was no, I also know that faith helps you discover your purpose in life as well. And if you're in your business, and I love that tip of when things are not going the way you think they should be going in your business, this is a time to do something else. This is a time to be creative. This is a time to strategize your next move in business, all while keeping the faith that if that didn't work out, something else is going to come along. Something else is going to happen for me. I love that because of course, you know, we all get, you know, those slumps. 
You know, I'm selling t-shirts. I'm selling my journals right now. Um, you know, I'm looking for coaching clients sometimes. And there are days when you're just like, okay, God, I'm trusting you with this business. Okay. I'm trusting you with this business. So, you know, you have to keep going. Now, when you are not feeling the best and you know that things will work out, but give me some of the things that you could help the woman that's, you know, in business, that's ready to throw that towel in. The, the woman that's saying to herself, my products are no good. My services are no good. Nobody likes what I'm buying. Nobody wants anything from me. How would you talk to that woman that comes to you and tell her that she's losing all faith in everything that she started and that she no longer wants to pursue this particular dream because things are not working out. What is something you would tell that particular client that comes to you? I would tell her that it's time for a self-examination. It's time to examine self it's time to examine business. It's time to examine where you are. Because if you have fell out of love with the vision that quick, something is, something's wrong with self. Something's wrong with something. It's, it's either mental, emotional, or it's a lack of self-esteem or a lack of self-worth. It's something that has happened that you have fell out of love that quickly with the vision. And I had to learn that because... I so easily can get bored with something and it doesn't work out and I'll jump to something next. And when it came to my business, when it came to my, my nonprofit, God was like, you can't just up and leave this. Yeah. You have to rediscover the love again. And I'm like, wow. And so I find myself rediscovering the love again with myself first, then with my business, because you have to be in love with what you do. You have to, to wake up every day and every morning to do the same thing every day. You have to be in love with it. And sometimes the love dies. So you have to step back, examine yourself, examine your business and find a way to fall back in love with the vision God gave you. I love that. And that's what I would tell you. Yeah. I love that because yeah. And that's, see, now I'm one of those people who, I, you know, my husband, you sound like my husband, my husband said, well, after the thrill is gone, it's over for me. And this is why he can't really function, you know, because he'll start something. It doesn't excite him anymore. And then he'll try to move on to something else. I'm not that way. You know, if I start something, I'm going to see it to the end. I'm going to strategize. I'm going to redo it. I'm going to reintroduce it in a different way. I'm going to do all kinds of things. So, but I really like that. You just have to, but if, if it's something and that's exactly right which I need to tell my husband the same thing too, that you just said that you need to self-analyze. Maybe what you're trying to do isn't what you should be doing. Because if you're passionate about what you're doing, you know, you don't give up as easy. You know what I'm saying? So mm -hmm. I, I really, you know, like me doing the podcasting and me doing the coaching. And, you know, I think I put in a live the other day about how I used to love cleaning. You know, cleaning was the best thing in the world for me. I mean, I could get all kinds of happy about it. When it was done, it was done. And I no longer felt the passion to do it. So, yeah, I like that answer. That That's, that's super good because most women really need to just because I think a lot of people start businesses just to start businesses financially 
but they don't self-analyze why they should be starting a business. Is this, you know, what's going to happen when the business fails or if, you know, if it doesn't fail, blah, 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 blah. So I really like that self, you know, analyzation of your, you know, who you are, what you really, really want and how you are going to be able to proceed. So that was a good one. Now with the fact that you're on Facebook, and Instagram, do you find it um, easy that people do happen to slide into your inbox and, you know, maybe ask you to pray for them or they maybe, maybe they throw out questions to you often about your faith? Um, and if they did, say if someone just came into your DM and just said, hey, you know, I hear you talk about faith or I, I see that you're a mentor, but I also see that you're a minister. Is there something that you could say to this person just like right quick? What is something, just one thing you could say to this person? Like I am sliding into your inbox. I don't know you, you don't know me, but I just need you to help me with some quick encouragement. What will be one thing you would say to this person? The one thing that I would say is don't give up because that is so easy to do. It's so easy to give up and so hard to fight. And I, I tell that often, do not give up because we're, sometimes we don't know how far we, how close we are to what God has for us. We could be just a day away from what he has for us, or we could be hours away and we just throw it all away because of a bad moment. So I definitely tell people, do not give up keep pushing, keep fighting. And I know it's hard. And, and I'm a firm believer that when you get tired, you contact someone and they, as a believer, pick up from there. What do I mean by that? I mean that we become intercessors. We pray for that person. We hold them up. We encourage them because they're tired, because they are tired. And we have to get out of the mindset, some people that, oh, you got to keep going or you, you, uh, you know, you, you just lack in faith or, you know, you just easily give up. No, I'm tired. I've been through a lot and I'm going through a lot just to stand. It took me a lot just to inbox you. I need help. And that's where you say, don't give up. Don't worry. You, you rest. And while you're resting, I'll take over from here. I know I don't know you. No, I don't. Uh, I've never had a conversation with you. But the thing is, when you contacted me, you had already tapped into what God has, wants for you, which is someone to take over and to intercede for you. So you just rest. And while you're resting, you just focus on you and just focus on your next step and not giving up. So that, that's what I do. And that's how I talk to people. That's awesome. That is awesome. Well, as we are going to wrap up, Miss Alicia, I want you to tell my audience, give them something fun about just one fun fact about who you are, because I think sometimes too, like you said, you don't really mention the fact that you're a minister. Um, so you just, you know, you just be yourself and it just happens to pop out, but give my audience who will be looking you up soon. Give them one fun fact about you. <laughs> I love to crack jokes. I love to have fun. And a lot of people, some people can't get that. 
you know, like, oh, you a minister and you like to have fun. Yeah, I like to laugh. I like to crack jokes. I never go a day in my house without a joke. And it's just who I am. It's who whom I've always been. I asked my husband last night, like, give me one fun fact about me. And I knew what he was going to say. I was hoping he said something different. And he was like, girl, you always got a joke. You're always laughing. Those posts and memes I put up on Facebook. Y'all, that's my whole personality. That's me. So yeah, I love to have fun. <laughs> and, it does, and you know, I don't, I, I don't, I think people have gotten the misconception about church and about, I think now that the pandemic is hit and most people are actually surfing the internet to just find different people to listen to now, it does give the pastors or ministers or, you know, uh, uh, elders, it does give them a different way to come to people's homes because now everybody doesn't have to be so formal. So if, you know, mm-hmm. they, you know, now, so now we are all paying attention to pastor so-and-so's Facebook. You know what I'm saying? Cause now we are, we're not in the church yeah. anymore. You know, you would never, you wouldn't dare look up your pastor because we just wouldn't do that. But now that everybody's doing everything virtually. So now you have that pastor that is just chilling with his jeans on or her jeans on, you know what I'm saying? So yeah, have laughing. Mm-hmm. We, we, we are now getting to see some of our ministers in a you know, a comfortable, relaxed environment. And they don't, you know, that's not the side we've ever saw of any of our ministers because, you know, most of the times you never follow them on Facebook. You wouldn't do that. You know what I'm saying? Because you knew you, you would see your pastor or your minister every uh, Sunday or Saturday or however, what you know, you go to church, Bible study or whatever. And with the fact that I do follow you, because I we've been what Facebook friends for a long time now, and, yeah. and you do make me laugh on days that I need to laugh, just like how I encourage you, you encourage me, and I love all things about you know your little short um, devotionals. And before we wrap up, I want you to tell how they can find those devotionals. Tell them you know what they're about because I absolutely love reading them. They're like what short three minute reads. So tell them about those devotionals when they're looking if they don't want to speak to you personally they just want to hang around you they just want to be on your page for a while because they're still nervous about the whole coach you know mentor thing tell them where they can go read these devotionals and how they can my audience can get in touch with you give you you know your website your social media links which i'll also have in the comments section once I release the podcast, but I love, love, love those little short reads. So tell them all about those. Okay. Well, the devotionals are like you said, like two or three minute reads and that's purposely done because women of depression, our attention spans are very, very short. So for me, you lose after like five minutes. It's like, my brain has went somewhere else. So I make sure they're short, sweet, to the point and meaningful and effective so we could have a great start to our day or a great end to our day. But um, also on my website, and I'll give the address in a moment, I have the devotionals and I have information about who Destination Success is and who we serve. And I also have a really important piece that is near and dear to my heart and it's called Diary of a Depressed Christian. And so when I have bad moments, I go on there and I tell about those bad moments, how I coped in that bad moment and the scripture that helped me get through that bad moment in hopes that people will understand that, yeah, I'm a Christian, 
I'm a Christian woman. I battle depression too. I'm not exempt from mental illness. I'm just in a fight of my life, just like the next woman. So to find those awesome uh, jewels, you can go to Destination Success, 1S, DestinationSuccess.org, DestinationSuccess.org. And you can also find me on Instagram as Destination Success. And you can find me on Facebook as Alicia Neal, King's Kid Neal. It should be in parentheses. I think that's how it goes. But you can find me as Alicia Neal. And I also have a group for women who battle depression is Destination Success. And I'm also starting on Sunday a live on my personal page. And it's called Let's Talk. It's time to break the stigma of depression. We're going to talk about it. And we are going to uh, cope, deal, educate ourselves. So it's going to be an awesome project for all of us. Well, I can't wait. I look forward to um, seeing all the things that you're doing. And while you're in, you know, telling them about that, give them one more time the overall about your arm candy because she does have some really, really, you can't see the bracelets, of course, because it's a podcast. But tell them about your jewelry, your jewelry line, and what is your purpose for selling the jewelry? Because I know you always like to say you want, you like for um, it to be fun and funky, you know. So tell them all about Arm Candy and where they can find that. Okay, Arm Candy is it's a jewelry line for women, and what it is is for us to tap into something in ourselves we haven't tapped into. So we have so much going on in our life that it's like. How can I be fun? How can I be cool? How can I tap into the trends of what's going on now and still be mom, minister, or businesswoman, entrepreneur, however you want to categorize it? And I do it through jewelry. Like, I love huge earrings. I teach in huge earrings. I preach. I mother. I wife in huge earrings. That's just what I love to do. And so I bring that to women so they can say, hey, I, oh, my God, I didn't know I could be this cute or cuter or more beautiful with these on. And just because when people see your jury, I believe jury tells a story. They be like, oh, my God, she's so cool. She's so fun. And it's definitely you. It tells who you are in that moment. So and it also encourages the women to step out of their comfort zone and do something different and. All women love to be complimented. Let's be real. So if I have on a cute pair of earrings and I've never been complimented and I get that compliment, girl, my whole day is, is awesome. Just off that compliment alone. I know that's fair. That's how I feel about my hair, girl, and my nails, girl. <laughs> I love it. I love it. And, you know, I, I was never a big earring person. I'm, I'm, my, my biggest thing is with earrings, like I'll wear them and I have tons of them, but I'm always into little tiny pearls and studs. Like I never care for the dangly, you know, hoopy earrings. I mean, if I have to be like literally perfectly dressed to have on some earrings, but I could, to be honest, I could care less about earrings that big because I, you know, I was, you know, I'm learning, you know, I see some of the ones that you put out and they are really cute, but I'm like, oh my God, my face is so round and, you know, then plus I have all this hair going on. <laughs> so I, I'm like, oh my God, that's just so much. <laughs> it's just so much with the earrings. I mean, it's so much and, but I love them. I mean, and you do a great job, you know, hyping people up and making people want your jewelry. 
but I prefer my jewelry, my, my, all of my jewelry on my hands. You know, I, I could do the necklaces and the bracelets, but earrings, if I am into a cute, I'm, I'm just into a cute stud or a cute pearl. I don't know why I'm so crazy like that, but I, and I have tons of great <laughs> earrings that go with great outfits, but I never put them on. They're just sitting there. Like we can't go anywhere anyway. So, yeah, you know, <laughs> right now, <laughs> I would like to thank you for doing this podcast for me. Um, like I said, I'm doing all women for the month of March because it's women's month. And I wanted to dibble and dabble in different topics where your, you know, different expertise of things that I don't specifically dibble and dabble in. So that's why I wanted to have you on here because I do get a lot of women that, you know, I have to continue to say, you know, don't give up, keep the faith. And I just wanted to know the importance of having faith in your business, in your life. So thank you again, Miss Alicia. She is going to leave her, um, I'm going to actually put all of her arm candy, all of her destination success, all of that stuff will be in the podcast. What about our page or what this podcast will be out, be about. And as always, you can reach me at Olivia B. Shepherd on every platform. Do not forget to go purchase my new journal. The journal is Girl Cast Your Cares. It's on sale for $6.99 on Amazon, or you can get the tote the pen and the journal for like $13 on a separate website, but I'll have all of that information for you as well. So until next time, thank you all for tuning in and I will be back here. Same time, same place. Bye now. You've been listening to girl. Your journey starts here. If you've enjoyed this episode, please feel free to subscribe, rate, and leave a review on your preferred podcast listening platform. We really appreciate that effort. Tune in next time for another episode with your host, Olivia B. Shepard. Until then.